0: Today we have White. This is the feast of Saint Martin of Tours, who I just learned is the first non-martyr to be venerated in the Western Church. Now, I don't know exactly what that means to be first venerated, but basically that means that the Western Church before Saint Martin, all the people that were held up as saints were people who were killed for confessing their faith. Um, So he sort of was a trendsetter in saying, you know, there are other ways to be of this holiest way of being. And thank God for that. But we are today we start the Book of Wisdom. The Book of Wisdom was written in the century before the birth of Christ, in probably Alexandria. It was written in Greek by Jews. By borrowing pretty heavily from Egyptian wisdom literature. And so it combines this idea of advice to young men about how to be a great man, an upstanding man, with the Jewish faith and talking a lot about wisdom, especially this personification of lady wisdom that we see in the book of Proverbs and a couple of other places in the Old Testament, including the book of Psalms. And it's that interesting combination that leads to some beautiful wisdom that we have declared to be part of the inspired tradition. So we'll be spending the week with that book. Martin of Tours was born in what is today Hungary. He spent his childhood in Italy and most of his adulthood in France. The Tours of his name refers to the city in France where he was bishop, not to his travels. Thought you'd laugh at that one. Martin was born in the year 316, just after Constantine allowed for Christians to not be persecuted in the Roman Empire. But Christianity was still a very small, not well-known or popular religion at the time. And Martin first went to church when he was about 10 years old. But he was a soldier. He became a soldier. But became came to realize that what he was asked to do as a Roman soldier was in conflict with his faith. Later, as a bishop, He fought very hard against pagan religions, both the Roman pagan religions and things that we would think of in France more as sort of the Druidic stuff we sometimes hear about in England. Most famous story, though, about him would be him splitting his cloak while a warrior with a beggar. He took his sword and cut the cloak in half and gave half of it to the beggar. The cloak became a prominent relic, his half of the coat. And the priests who carried it and cared for it because it was venerated were called capellani. That is the term that eventually was used for all priests who served the military. Chaplains. That's where we get the word. Likewise, this cape was moved around and held in small buildings where it was it kept well, and those little places were called capellas, chapels. That's where we get the word chaplain and chapel from St. Martin of Tours. It's a happy occurrence that Martin's feast day is on Veterans Day. Our reading from wisdom speaks of bewaring the perverse counsels that separate us from God. All of us struggle in our lives. We are in cultures that have much wisdom and things to offer us, but have a temptation to lead us away from the gospel. Soldiers often struggle with that in a very real way. Pledge to defend their country, but a temptation to not treat people well when they are called to be so aggressive in their work. Yet we all are called to take the Spirit's counsel, to befriend wisdom. St. Martin of Tours is a wonderful example of that because there's another story about him. He was, in his fight against the pagan religions, was one day authorizing the burning down of a Roman pagan temple. But the house next door... Caught on fire as well. And one of the miracles of Martin was that he was able to repel the fire from the house, that he was able to separate out what was against God's will without it causing us to cause other damage. And for each of us, as we struggle to figure out how to follow God's call in our world with its temptations, what a beautiful example. St. Martin, pray for us.